You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, hosted by Dr. Heidi. Dr. Heidi has been exactly where you are right now. She's walked through the fire of toxic relationships and has now dedicated her life to help others do the same. Living in a toxic environment can cause the damaging behaviors of others to become normal, leaving you feeling hopeless and desperate. Learning how to recognize the toxic traits and understand why they occur is the key to taking your power back. Now is the time for you to gain your self-worth because you're worth it. Discover who you really are because you're awesome. And realize it's not normal. It's toxic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Rid your life of toxic people. This is Dr. Heidi, and I'm sure that many of you have been wondering where I've been. I've been a little backed out of recording a podcast every single week, and I've been a little backed out of being in the support group 100% nonstop, and I've been a little backed out during the weekends, and that's what I want to talk about today, okay? Who doesn't need a break? I know how all of you guys are feeling. Believe me, you have a to-do list that doesn't stop. You're feeling run down. You are not sleeping. You're not resting. You're not getting anything restored. Now the kids are going back to school, which adds a ton of that. So we have to start asking ourselves, when do you recharge your human batteries? Everyone and everything completely consumes us. And we allow that. Our time, our energy, what do we do when the overwhelm shows up? Oh, wait, shows up. We've been living in overwhelm, right? You cannot sustain living like that mentally or physically. The ongoing busyness and chaos when we're responsible for others or we feel like we're responsible for others, we have no time for ourselves. We have no time to breathe. We have no time to think about anything that's going on in our life when we are in toxic relationships, when we are trying to keep everything afloat and we're trying to keep everything running smoothly with no conflict. And even if we do take time to think about ourselves, what do we do? Oh, we feel guilty about it. You know, we've been trained to push through. We've been trained to change our plans. We've been trained to give, 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 give with no rest time. Now, I want to talk about taking a break. Okay, now all of you are going, oh yeah, that's a good concept. I don't have time to take a break. I don't get to take breaks. I'm not allowed to take breaks. Well, when I say take a break, I don't mean let's go book an all-inclusive vacation for two weeks at a beach, right? I don't mean let's take a big vacation because although that would, it, it would be really nice to be able to do that, but most of us are in situations where that's not doable. And you know what? Booking a vacation for two weeks at a resort 
is not really going to fix anything. I'm talking about incorporating breaks into your day-to-day life, into your week-to-week life, into your month-to-month life. Breaks that no one else even has to know you're taking. So a little bit about me and what I am learning as I go. So 1990, graduated from high school, left Montana, went to a college and played ball for two years. Basketball. Okay, yes, I get it. I should I should rephrase that. I tried to play ball for two years. I'm 5'1". You can play basketball at 5'1 in high school. 5'1 in college is a completely different story. Kind of laughable, actually. But when you're playing a sport in college, if you've done that, you know, your time's consumed. So there it began. Two years there, moved home, started working full time, went back to Montana State and started really thinking about what it is I wanted to do. I was working for a chiropractor at the time. And my mom said, you've been in college for three and a half years. You haven't decided what you're doing with your life. So I thought, okay, I'll apply to chiropractic school. If I get in, I'll go. Moved across country alone for the first time. Had to take a full-time job in order to pay living expenses and tuition. Okay. The school that I attended did, and and probably any medical or doctorate type curriculum, was 33 credits a trimester. That's 99 credits a year, plus working full-time. And the school was 10 trimesters. So 333 credits in three and a half years. I was pregnant by the fourth try. I was a mom and married by the sixth try. I was pregnant again by the 10th try and had completed everything I was supposed to do. I bought a business. I was right in the middle of a very unhealthy relationship. My girls were getting bigger. They were getting busier. The business was getting busier. The relationship was getting more demanding. Then my girls started rodeoing. Okay. Rodeoing is a lot of time and it's a lot of hustle. It's driving eight hours to throw your horse out of the trailer, to get them ready, to send them in, to run 15 seconds, and then you reload and drive another eight hours. 12 years later, left. And you guys know, left my kids, very chaotic. Um, My life was upside down, left my business, relocated, started a new business, tried to build that, tried to make new friends, tried to 100 miles an hour. I was 100 miles an hour from 1990 to 2009 when I relocated. And after that, the business consumed my life because I left with pretty much nothing but debt. So I came from behind striving to make this business work, striving to start over, striving to once again rebuild my life. Now, after 28 years of chaos, I have had to teach myself to take breaks. Occasionally, I'll walk the dog. I sit on the patio between client calls. 
I now allow myself to get pedicures and take the time to actually sit there and relax. I spend weekends on my boat. My husband is very good about monitoring my phone usage when I'm on the boat. My work is sometimes very high stress. Okay. I absolutely love this job. But when you're teaching and you're supporting and you're writing exit plans and you're helping people escape and you're trying to help people understand the dynamic of toxic relationships, I take on a lot of the energy that comes through my clients. I am committed to being there for my clients through these times when they have no one else. I'm committed to being there and getting this information out to you when you guys have no one else. But I finally learned that I cannot be the best for you if I don't take care of me. It's taken me about 35 years to realize that. And you guys are the same. No matter where you are in your journey, you cannot continue to run 100 miles an hour and expect your bodies and minds to be able to be clear on what you need to do and think clearly for yourself, especially when we're responsible for others. Now, I know that, that this year I am spoiled. But even when I'm on the boat, I find myself stressing out about not being available to you guys, not being available 24 hours a day, not being in the support group. But I also know that I cannot sustain helping you and helping this many people without taking a break from it. So I am learning to accept the fact that now breaks also have to be on my to-do list. And you don't need a boat to take a break. 28 years of no breaks had trained me. I didn't deserve a break or everything was going to fall apart. If I, if I quit paying attention for two seconds, the business was going to fall apart. My relationships were going to fall apart. My bank account was going to fall apart. My social circles were going to fall apart. But now that I have learned to accept and work through things and, and allow myself to take breaks, all of those things are going way better. Many of you are not in the situation where you feel like you can take breaks. So what are some of the ways that I take breaks or that you can take a break right now? I think the hardest thing for me in learning to take a break was realizing that I had been trained that I felt I had to be 100% productive 100% of the time, or I was failing. I can multitask like you would not believe. I have learned that, that many things that drained my energy were not even important. But because I had that constant feeling of having to be productive, I worried about things that didn't need to be worried about. Like making sure there was no dirty dishes in the sink at night before I went to bed. The house always being picked up worrying about what other people thought, worrying about being perfect, worrying about getting everything done exactly how it should be. A lot of those things, now I realize, it doesn't matter if there's dishes in the sink. I can get up in the morning and get the dishes out of the sink. I can pick up the house later. But this is how I was not programmed before. 
What are some of the reasons that I now know that I need to take a break? We need some recovery time. Even if it's five minutes sitting still, taking deep breaths, it allows you the recovery time you need to think clearly. I know toxic relationships allow no recovery time. Why? Toxic people continually keep your time and energy occupied so you don't have time and energy for yourself. So we have to learn how to sneak in little breaks so that you can regroup. Taking a break helps you regroup on the important things. When we're just being busy because we feel like we're supposed to be busy, take a break. Realize that I don't always have to be busy. Don't wait 28 years to realize you don't always have to be busy. You all know how forgetful you feel. You feel like you can't remember anything. Well, nobody can remember anything when you're 100 miles an hour and nobody can remember anything when you are trying to stay ahead of everything in your life. We know toxic relationships train us to anticipate what's coming because if we know it's coming, it's easier to handle. So anytime, or anytime that we would have time to take a break, we're anticipating what's coming down the pipes. Our own thoughts are never even validated. So taking a small break allows your own thoughts to come back into your head. So I know that there's a lot of you right now that don't feel like you can take a break. So here's some ideas on how you can take a break even if you only have two to five minutes. 60 seconds. Listen to some music that you like, but actually listen. Clear your head and make yourself listen to the lyrics or listen to the tune. Rest with your legs elevated. Why with your legs elevated? If you're running around all day, all the blood's in your legs. Elevating your legs brings the blood back up to the upper part of the body, which goes to the brain. Deep breaths. Deep breaths increase the oxygen with the blood that's going to your brain. Watch the clouds. Who doesn't like to watch the clouds? Or if it's night, watch the stars. Send a text to someone you've lost contact with or give a quick phone call to someone you've lost contact with. I used to never call friends. And, and now some of my friends probably feel like I still don't call them. Um, but take five minutes to reach out to somebody you haven't talked to. It's okay to do that. Take a few minutes to meditate. I am personally not a meditator. I always feel like I should be, but I have a lot of energy. And the minute I sit down to meditate, my brain goes different directions. So that's something I want to start doing. Write in a journal. Walk outside. Why don't you try eating a snack or a meal instead of inhaling a snack or a meal? For two to five minutes, turn off all the noise. Light a candle. Flip through a magazine. Pet your pet. Stretch. Write down two things that you're grateful for today 
and why you're grateful for those things. Paint a rock. We know that's a big thing right now. Smile at yourself in the mirror. Read a book. Shut off your brain just for a minute. And for those of you who have time to take bigger breaks, I now allow myself to take bigger breaks. One of my favorite breaks is taking a shower with my coffee and my iTunes. I remember when I used to have to shower, it was like a 45 second thing because I had to be on to the next thing. Now, I don't care if I stand in the shower for 15 minutes. I play mind numbing games on my iPad, the matching ones. I tell my husband that I'm doing cognitive skills so that I don't get Alzheimer's later. But really the reason I use it is it shuts my brain off. If I've been in the support group reading the posts from people, I absorb a lot of the energy and a lot of the worry of what these people are going through. I have to learn how to shut that off. So I play matching games. Remember when you played memory when you were little and you flip all the cards over and try to find the match? It's kind of like that. I sit on the patio between client calls. I could be running around doing laundry or putting the dishes out of the sink, but I choose to take 15 minutes between client calls and sit on my patio. I'll go for a walk. Something I never did when I was in my toxic marriage, I never called my parents. One, because he made it very difficult for me to call my parents. So now I'll call my mom, got my dad an iPhone so that I can get a hold of my dad also. I actually talk to my husband, like talk to my husband. That is a huge relaxing break for me. I'll lay in the sun. One of my favorite ways to take a break, I love to sit on a swing. Sometimes I just go out and water and talk to my succulents. Okay, I never had time to have hobbies. Last year, I started a succulent garden in my office. And this spring, I was able to move my succulents outside. So I go talk to all my succulents. I'm sure that people think I'm crazy when I do that. But I have, had, I have found ways to shut my brain off and put my attention somewhere else just for a minute. Now, I'm still working on learning to take breaks. Triggers from my past hold me back all the time. Too many people rely on us for us to feel like we're allowed to take breaks. So if, if you're like I used to be, I encourage you to start somewhere. Start putting a little bit of energy into you, even if it's just two minutes. You will soon, soon see that breaks make a huge difference. And like I said earlier, nobody even has to really know you're doing them. But at least it's something for yourself. Now this summer, I take the weekends to take my breaks. I usually work straight through the weekend. 
If I'm not recording podcasts, I'm making memes. If I'm not doing that, I'm in the support group. If I'm not doing that, I'm texting the clients that I have. And I made it a point this summer to make my weekends my breaks. Now, when the fall comes and winter comes, I'll probably be right back to working seven days a week. And I did find that in the beginning of me taking the weekend breaks, I had a lot of guilt. I had a lot of guilt feeling like I wasn't paying close enough attention. But I, through the last couple months, have found that I am way better for everybody if I'm allowed to have some downtime for myself. So I encourage you to start doing little tiny things. You will notice very quickly that you will feel more restored. You will feel more centered and you deserve to take a break. You deserve way more than a two minute break. But if that's all you can get right now, that's totally fine. Think about the things that you can do to escape for two minutes. If you've got little kids, you can't even get in the bathroom without somebody coming in there. Put your headset in, close your eyes, inhale, just numb yourself to everything that's going on around you. One of the things I like to do about every, I probably do it every year, I take a piece of paper and I challenge you to do this. Take 20 minutes and write down everything you've ever wanted in your life. Even if you feel like it's unachievable, because I kind of have a story that goes with this. Um, when I was in my, in my former life, um, I had to attend a lot of continuing ed, a lot of insurance type seminars, stuff that would bore you to death. And in the middle of one of these seminars, the speaker stopped. It was probably right after lunch when everybody was trying to fall asleep. But the speaker stopped and said, everybody get out a piece of paper. You have 30 minutes to write down everything you've ever wanted. Even if you think it's way beyond your grasp, I want you to write it down because I want you to spend the next 30 minutes thinking about you. And because I was in probably one of the, the worst times in my toxic relationship, I thought this was kind of a dumb exercise. I couldn't hardly think of stuff that I wanted, but I forced myself to spend the 30 minutes writing things down. When I left the seminar, folded that piece of paper up and I put it in my jewelry box because the last thing I wanted anybody to see, including my former toxic person, was the things that I wanted in my life. Five years later, after leaving, I was packing up to move and I found that list. As I read through that list, I realized I had achieved almost 60% of the things that were on that list and I had never looked at it since the day I wrote it. Could you imagine what I would have achieved if I would have been reading through that list every day or every week? After I divorced my former husband, before I met the man that I'm married to now, I wrote another list. I wrote a list of what I wanted in a relationship. And when I met my, the man that I'm married to now, 
I went back and read that list. It fit exactly what I had written down almost to a T. So I'm a believer. If you can start concentrating on what it is you want and take a little time for yourself and really start thinking about, okay, I was put on this planet for what? Is it to run around 100 miles an hour for everybody else in your life? No, your life is supposed to be fulfilling to you. So I challenge you to take 20 or 30 minutes and write down everything you've ever wanted. Now, don't do like me and shove it in your jewelry box for five years. Every couple weeks, dig it out, take a break and read through it. What you put your energy into is what is going to come into your life. And when we put our energy only in to the negative things and the things that are occupying our time, we're only going to bring in more negative things and more things that will occupy our time. So all I'm asking you to do today is slow down for a couple minutes a day. Slow down for two minutes in the morning and slow down for two minutes in the afternoon and revisit the things that you want in your life. You are allowed to live for you and you are allowed to think clearly and you are allowed to take breaks. See in six months if you've achieved anything on that list by putting it out there. Now, if you'll all excuse me, I'm going to go take a break. Thank you for listening and sharing this podcast with others. Looking for a community that understands? Join our Facebook support group, Strength Within. For more information on all the services Dr. Heidi provides, please visit www.coachingwithdrheidi.com. It's time for you to break free because it's not normal. It's toxic. <laughs>